261 episodes of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here with Alex Marinello and Tom Caswell. Heidi ho, neighborino. Oh. Hello. <laughs> you peeking over that fence? <laughs> yeah, I was. I, Tom, uh, yeah. Tom, did you watch Home Improvement as a, as a uh, youngin? Or no. no, I. Oh, is that what you thought the reference was? Oh, that's a hundred. That's a hundred percent. What I thought, thought the, what the reference. reference was. Oh no, Heidi Honeybrino is what Ned Flanders says in The Simpsons. So I wonder if you got they got that from uh, Home Improvement. But uh, yeah, no, I. We we had Home Improvement, but it wasn't something I ever watched. But it was something I was aware of as a kid. Unlike some of the shows we talk about, I'm like, I mean, Home Improvement. He doesn't, he doesn't say neighborino, but he says Heidi Ho neighbor. Heidi Ho, na- yeah, Heidi Ho neighbor. Ah, gotcha. I the wonder which is, the... is first. It's got to be Home Improvement was first. I think maybe they're like right around the same time. Simpson, Simpsons is eighty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when when did he start doing Heidi Ho neighborino? Let, let's let's do a little I think Google. I, now, Tom, now that you've said it, like I can totally picture Ned Flanders. This is funny because I one of the things I was going to bring up today, and it's what mm-hmm. influenced today's game, is the fact that The Simpsons was renewed for two more seasons. And people were like, it's the craziest, longest running like cartoon ever. It has so many episodes. And then I, I just remember being like, I don't think it actually has not even close to like Pokemon's episodes. Like, but there's a billion episodes. So, so I have a game actually <laughs> because of The Simpsons. So. What do we got? So, so what I'm looking at is that Googling Heidi Ho Neighborino brings up primarily home improvement content. Wow. And that's not even exactly what the guy in home improvement says. It isn't. But what Ned Flanders is saying from the Ned Flanders concept is popping up is Hi Diddly Ho Neighborino. Oh, there you go. Hi Diddly Ho. That I left out. Right. Which I left out completely. Mm. Uh, so, you know, so so probably no influence either way. No influence. Yeah. I created my own thing. Te- <laughs> Ted Lasso is basically just Ned Flanders. Yes. Right? Without the religion. He's just Ned Flanders without all the God, basically. Yes. That's who that character yeah. is. Definitely. I just, I just did a full rewatch of that. Hmm. It's a good show. A rewatch. I got show. a I got a um it says it, it's a picture of Danny Rojas in front of like a sunset and it just says football is life. I got a t-shirt That's of that. That's beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Simpsons came out before. Yeah, that makes sense. Home to me. That makes sense. Well, to me. Very, I, I, yeah, I'm saying. Well, what about the episode where he first says that might be very hard to find? Diddly ho. Anyway, I can't believe we're like, all right, what are we going to spend this week's episode on? <laughs> this content. There you go. So, oh, are you looking it up? I'm, I'm looking it up, but we can move on. Oh yeah, we're going to move on to the Pokemon, and then. Oh, what, what's the Pokemon? This week's Pokemon is the 261st Pokemon, which means, guess what? No more starters. Wow. Until like another 100 episodes or, or Done. so. We have a while before we have any starters coming back. Um, so can anyone take a guess as to what Pokemon line we're looking for here? Because the first... Bird? That's pooch. a good guess. It's the pooch. It's the pooch. Mm. It's not the bird this time. But yeah, there's always like mm. the rat, the bird, It's and the, the dog. rat, the bird, the dog. Which yep. one is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the bug and the bug there's also a bug rat bird dog bug that's like the the right the right at the front yes it is it's puccina puccina which is exactly what it is um so puccina uh i can let's just uh i didn't have a share screen if you want to google it you can go ahead and bring it up i'll just pull it up on my phone and show it here to the camera for the visual watchers of the show um 
I think this is one of the best looking dogs they've made dogs, in Pokemon. Agreed. And like, I, I Rowlet, think Golden Silver. Like I think Golden Silver with Hound Door um, may may out. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, I think Houndor may cinch it for me, but like I'm playing, um, I'm playing black and white on my Android phone, like through an emulator, because uh, I'm like, how am I going to celebrate? Oh, man, black and white is so good. It's the how one that I, I played the least. Celebrate? Yeah, how am I going to celebrate the 25th anniversary? Right. And uh, obviously, Chris has sung the praises of black and white, and it has a story that I think sounds very intriguing. So it's something that I picked up. And they've got Lillipup, which is like a Scottish Terrier one. And I'm not about it. I'm not about the Lillipup, I'm afraid. Why? So It's just like a cutesy dog. And Yeah, but he's like a, a tank. Dog. He's like a tank dude. Like an ultimate, yeah? Ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually like functionally, like when it evolves too, like it's functionally like a tank. I, lo- I love Black, Black and White, interestingly, is where I got Alex to come back into the game series. So Alex has played... The majority of the Pokemon games, even though he's always Have like, I? I don't know this. Yeah. So you played the first one. You skipped two, three, and four. Yeah. But What's then you five? played five. What is five? Black and white. I thought I played black and white two. It's the same game. Oh. It's it's like it's like crystal or you know, is oh. to gold and silver or yellow oh. was to red and blue. So what is six? Uh X and X-Y. Y. And then Sun oh, and Moon. I did play X and, y. and then so there's hmm. there's three you missed. But you've played five? Yeah, you've played five of eight. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. So there you go. I, I love that. Will, I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to it in the news, but he's going to have a chance to play four. Yes. Yeah. Coming up. I, I, I can't believe that. That feels like so long ago for some reason. Yeah. I was, week, thinking, so. I was just thinking about it now. It's like we didn't talk about it last week. I feel like I've already Friday. exhausted <laughs> that part of the conversation. I guess we won't have yep. to spend a ton of time on it, but we should talk about yeah. it a little bit. Um Especially with, like, right now, by the way, Patreon, if you haven't checked it out, our bonus episode is up. Um, we we came up with what we would want in an open-world Pokemon. This was, we put it out <laughs> at the same time, basically, as the announcement of said thing. So, um, basically, so this Pokemon, I think, is closer to Growlithe in design. It's, you know, a bit scruffier, and it looks stronger, but more than Growlithe, this is, like, probably the toughest-looking of all the dogs which I think is interesting, and it's it's much more wolf-like. Um, it's also a dark-type Pokemon, which is part of why it has that visually. Uh, and I think that's like a good way for them to go with sort of a... It's kind of like a husky, is what you're looking at here, this Pokemon. Um, dark-type Pokemon were new in the previous generation, so there are a lot in the third generation. They do a lot more of... Whenever they have the new types, it's like, okay, we need to kind of backfill. So they added more darks and steels in uh, the third gen since they were added for the first time in the second generation. Um, it It's a type that I find is not balanced well. A lot of, and this is, is part not of Alex, or is. It's not. It's not or and this is, is. part okay. of why I think you bring up often, can we move off the original trio? And the games are almost, it's not like all the types have even Pokemon. There's, a, in fact, an incredibly unequal distribution of Pokemon types. Dark mm-hmm. is one of the ones that like, because of its typings, because of its movesets, it's not often used that much unless it's mm. used um, in a dual-type Pokemon. And Puccina and its evolution being both solid dark-type only you know, give you specific avenues you'd want to use it. You know how like certain companies and corporations bring in auditors 
to kind of like go through their business and tell them like where their weaknesses are, where their strengths are. Yeah. I feel like we mm -hmm. need to bring in a, a third party co company, right? That has mm -hmm. no interest in Pokemon whatsoever. Bring them in, evaluate the series, evaluate Pokemon, the Pokemon types, all that, and, and then make recommendations as to what could improve <laughs> the I, series. It's, it's so. It's so easy, though, for us to say that from, like, the sidelines because it's easier Why? to look at something and criticize it than it is to be like, all right, we're very... going to start from scratch. We're going to yeah, make it... something. Fine. But it also is very easy for a company to not see where they're the weakest and without, true. A third true. Party, think... without, like, a third-party regulator coming in and being like, what's going on here? Here's, like here's why they're why are there so many trying types. to get a job moving from what he does now, but doing it for, <laughs> for Pokemon. the Pokemon company. Let me come in, let me evaluate your business. Here's let what I'll say what's to that. going on. And, and this, too this much might water be the, going on here. the flaw in your premise. Your premise, I think, is yeah. that the balance of the Pokemon should be more even, but I think maybe not. I think the but design we need a third party to tell us that. Yeah, I think I think I think because the popularity of Pokemon and the sales of the game series and the often like generally like decently good to excellent reviews that the series had over decades is kind mm -hmm. of proof in itself that they know what they're doing well, it's just that I, okay, it's just that we on. want more i feel like we want I feel more like I would, than what they do okay but i feel like i'd argue with you a little bit on this like excellent rating that these games keep getting i, I think that there's a lot of i think pokemon has given a lot of leeway with respect to rating a particular pokemon game i mean I feel like if some other, I don't know. I feel like if Halo just kept coming out as basically just Halo Two mm -hmm. with, I feel like you would be pumped if they just kept making new Halo <laughs> and didn't do anything but like <laughs> upgrade the visuals. Halo 2, if it was, if, it, yeah, if the mechanics are exactly the same, but they just updated the visuals, you hate you the fact you hate the changes Halo has made. You yeah. hate it. Yeah, you hate it. You just yeah. want to play Halo Two. <laughs> yeah, and I do. Yeah. And you do. Speaking and of they that, released it, and that was you like, this is the best Halo game ever. <laughs> speak, speak, I'm going to let the listeners know. Uh, speaking of Halo 2, I showed you guys, not to go too off topic, but I was playing with the home friends, Halo 2. Over oh, thanks weekend. for the invite. Well, you, you don't want to play with these people. So, um, <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> we, the, the previous, so we played one game, and this guy Jimbo's back was on the other side, and he was totally dominating us we got match made again with them and we beat them in a one flag capture the flag lockout game now for nostalgia's sake since we, we're not in the you know you're you're in parties now back when halo 2 was out or you know the og back in 2000 whatever four or five you would you'd, you'd all get to talk to each other when the game ended mm -hmm. um so for nostalgia's sake i never send a message so i sent a message to jimbo and i just said mm -hmm. suck it bitch right <laughs> within within a minute I was banned within a minute, suspended. I, I violated Xbox terms of service. You did. Suspended from sending messages. Not suspended from playing, but suspended from sending messages. I think the ban, and I got an email saying that an How enforcement. How long does that last? I think it lasted a day or two. Now, Tom. But okay. I had an enforcement Tom. action against me, and I was just like, what the hell? All I said was suck it, bitch. Like, I, is, that, is that really that bad? Like, Tom, I, what I is your opinion on this? I would like <laughs> to hear opinion your opinion on this. Don't worry about sparing his feelings. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, my opinion is that it was sent in good jest, but yeah. I am also happy that Xbox has a robust enough tool that is scanning messages <laughs> right. that it did penalize you. I think yeah. 
It deleted the message that. and suspended me. I think I, I think you know, the the yeah. the bitch was a step too far. Well, it was like suck it, bitch. Like I know, I, I know, I understand, I understand. I understand. But yeah. also, I'm pretty sure when we just watched the history of swear words, you were like, I don't really like the c word. In fact, I don't even want to use the b word. But then you go online like, <laughs> because it is. No, it does P, have it does P, have equivalent P. misogynistic. No, but P. it's not. It's not. It's not looking at context. It's looking at keywords. Sure. And so, it, you know that. If but you, you don't know if it's a woman that a you're bo- sending the message to. Right. You know There's that. So it's, but but the, the it's and then it's suddenly scanning, it's not. It could have. You know. You could have put in a, a bunch of other words to make that even worse. And yeah. so it's just picking out the keywords, and that's how that's working. So I think it was an innocuous thing to send. But I am glad. Like, I mean, Phil Spencer funny, said I, it before. I haven't He's sent- been like. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, Phil Spencer said, like, we don't view Xbox Live as, like, a free speech platform. Like, if you're an asshole yeah. on it and you're right. trying to hurt people with words, like, we're going to fucking shut you down. Yeah, but, which is why I'm anyway. shocked that Alex has not only did it, but is telling people now that he did it. Like, <laughs> well, there's part I of me that is like, I didn't think it was that. I thought it was, pre- I thought it was pretty innocent. I thought it was pretty innocent. Uh, most of the messages I send are people who listen to the podcast will say something. Chris, you literally said fuckface to me. Um, I have a message to prove it. I'll be posting. But I know that you. On Twitter. But I know you. That's Fine. the difference. Fair, fair, fair. That's the difference. Is fair. I know you. Fair. But I felt like I had we had a rapport with this guy. He totally dominated us this first game. So the second game, I felt like it was warranted. All in good jest. I obviously haven't sent a message in like I would say ten years, other yeah. than anybody from the pod who listens to this podcast saying like sending me a message and me just responding to that message. Um, that's really it. But in terms of, you know, shitting on someone on Xbox Live, I haven't done that in a very long time. And I and it was it was funny. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and what's interesting is that the Halo 2 community, I think, is small enough that like I see we see people playing that repeat we, we repeat. Yeah, repeat people. I think I have to say I have to think it's a couple hundred people that are still playing Halo 2 because we still end up playing the same. I, I, I could give you 20 gamer tags off the top of my head that I've seen that we play on a, on a weekly basis. We see them, they keep popping up. Um, so, you know, I mean, I got a message from a guy that was like, was like using the noob combo three on four, bro. What the F you know? Yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure everyone who's playing, I mean, my opinion is I think everyone playing halo two right now, the community is probably people my age because the only people playing Halo 2 would be around for or playing it for that nostalgia factor for the fact that they that was their favorite one. Yeah. They played it when it first came out or there people were, that stopped playing because they kept getting like nasty messages from people and they didn't want to play that game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna Maybe. he's gonna the, the Halo 2 community is so small that Tuna's gonna make everyone else make, be like, "Well, I don't want to play this anymore." And he's gonna <laughs> right. have no one to play with. <laughs> he's gonna know. It'll just be Alex playing uh Lone wolves with his crew, yeah, him and <laughs> yeah. But then you can hit rank fifty. We're not even playing ranked. We play social. There's well, no Halo Two podcast. I know, but there's no Halo Two ranked playlist as yeah. well. Unbelievable. So, um, suck it, bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is happening here? <laughs> We're off the rails. What do you guys? Been we up really, to? we really are off the rails. What right have we now? been up to? Um. um Oh, Chris. Well, I was going to say, Dan was going to record something for us. I didn't get anything from him, but uh, maybe he just forgot. Um, but he, for anyone listening, by the way, his schedule for work makes it difficult to record. So mm. we really only can do it on Thursday or sometimes Tuesday. 
but we haven't been able to. But I'm we might I might have an ad to throw in from him because I asked him to record like a fortune, uh, just so mm. we could drop it in the show. But I didn't get one at least in advance of the recording. Just wanted to bring it up, just let people know Dan is still alive. He's around. He He's alive. kicking. We'll have him on. I'm sure. Hopefully, I think he said he can't next week, but after he can, which is good because that is the five year anniversary. Half oh a decade. Oh my god! Yeah, insane. which means we're gonna have to what? we're gonna have to come up with our uh, we're gonna have to start to do. I mean, it doesn't have to be for that week, but we gotta we gotta do a power hour soon. Jesus Christ! So, yes, Five I know years. it snuck up on me. I was like, "Oh fuck, it's March." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay. So I just want to bring that up just so people know, because I'm sure like it's it, it's been Dan hasn't been on really much. So I yeah, like, oh, no, we should make sure people are real realize why. So um, uh, I think we should save Attack on Titan for the post. Oh, you want to talk about it? Okay. Yeah, our post show has basically now become whatever TV show. Whatever, on, some, whatever show we, we want to spoil. It's our spoiler. Yeah, that's our spoiler. Uh, I will have cast. to bring up the wiki so that I know what has happened because I'm still a couple episodes ahead of you. Right. Um, I can't so I, just switch now to the sub. No, I no. I, I have dub. stopped watching until yeah. the dubs are caught up. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this um, week I had... Uh, mm. So, so buddy, Tom, you remember when you, when you came and you saw buddy, you were like, oh, he has some like lumps. He was like, you might need to get that looked at. Do you remember that? His yeah, lovely, you were like, lumps. oh, you were like, oh, he's kind of lumpy. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it because he, he's been seeing a dermatologist for a long time. So he gets blood tests all the time. So he's had these like growths, but they weren't like, wait a second, cancerous. Can, can we just, anything? can we, can, can whoa, 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 hold on a second. He's going to a dermatologist. He goes, he's been going to a doctor dermatologist for a long time because. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a difference between veterinarian. I was literally and... about to explain this. Yes. Oh. He's been going to a doctor dermatologist for a long time. The reason being something that makes a lot of sense, but you don't think about it. But yes. your typical vet, like a VCA, they only have so many tools and they only have so much training. Right. But just like a regular doctor, because those, those, like a vet goes to school for, you know, quite a long time, not as long as, you know, a standard practitioner doctor goes to, or right. then you have like specialists, of course. There's also dog specialists because those, generally speaking, like VCA, unless it's like a surgical VCA or something like that, they don't have um, mm-hmm. a lot of the machines that they need to do. Like they don't, they don't mm-hmm. have the training in like there. There's there's animal cardiologists, there's animal dermatologists because if your pet has a skin disease or has this thing going on, a standard practice doctor can't do it. And Buddy had like reoccurring skin issues and we didn't know what it was and they kept thinking it was allergies for like mm. fucking forever so we finally brought him to the dermatologist because we were how like, old is buddy now 12 he's 14 and a half now oh so that was when he was 12 he finally went to the dog dermatologist and when we mm. brought him there by the time like his skin like his skin was just like irritated everywhere and he had like patches of fur falling off but like mm-hmm. they just like kept seeing that he was infected like he had a, like basically just like a reoccurring skin infection so right they were like, he probably has an allergy to something in the environment because okay. we keep giving you antibiotics. It goes away and then it comes right back. We go to the dermatologist and he's like, no, you're, he knew what it was immediately because he's trained on this. He's like, your dog has a hypothyroid. He just needs thyroid pills. Put Buddy on the thyroid pills and literally within like two weeks, all his skin had healed and all his fur grew back. And he has not had that problem in almost three years. Hmm. Never would have had that answer if we didn't right. go to a specialist. No, yeah, yeah. Right. Because he has to go to the specialist, they have to check his blood like every six months, do all that stuff. So he's mm. had these like lipomas. They're just it's just like fat and fluids. And because he's older, you don't want to do surgery on an animal unless it's necessary. 
They're mm-hmm. like, honestly, you should just leave it unless it gets in the way. So Therese has always called it like his side piece. He had this one lump on his side. But then he had this one on his underbelly that actually basically like right over his his, his dong, uh, oh, <laughs> his doggy fantastic. dong. Um, and it was maybe the size of like a golf ball. And then this summer it became like the size of a tennis ball. And then a little over a week ago, it was about the size of a grapefruit. And we were like, okay, this has to go down. Wow. Uh, it's, it was gigantic. So we had to bring the dog in, um, so that they could get them removed. But like, again, they do like ultrasound, they do an x-ray, they do blood tests. Everything is fine. They're like, they're like, he's perfectly healthy dog, except he just has these lumps that, that are basically just fluid. Um, so there's no concerns about like cancer or anything. So they have to get it removed. But here's the thing they didn't tell us. Now, of course, when your pet has like stitches and stuff, especially like a dog, it's almost like having like a baby that has an injury like they don't understand that they can't that it's an injury yeah and they don't understand you can't touch the stitches you can't lick the stitch you like you know so the dog wants to lick the dog the well, that's dog. why they put him in a cone right you put him in a cone but he also wants to run around he wants to jump on the couch he wants to you know he, he so we have to restrict his movement on top of the cone and he got like here's a picture by the way so this is like how big his lump was you see that giant lump not I can't really it's not focusing yeah yeah i can't really tell that is pe- look- Oh, okay. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. That that shouldn't stick out at all. This whole right. orb. <laughs> it was right. huge. That looks uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So so they got that removed, but here's the thing we didn't know. I guess because it's fluids, even though they removed everything, there's like for a few days you have to make sure it doesn't start to refill so that the skin can reattach to like the muscle and everything. Otherwise, then there's the concern that it just starts all over again. So they send him back. He's got the stitches, but then he also has what they call a grenade. It's basically a clear juice box that has a tube that goes inside of him. And we have to, <laughs> sorry for those squeamish out there, um, throughout the day drain the excess fluid that is coming out of this. He's like, he's like a, he's like an anime character. He was like Bane. Like he literally had like a tube with like fluid. It was, so the last week has basically been, uh, here's a picture of that, if you're curious. You see his little uh, juice pack on his, on his yep. back? Yeah. yeah. Oh so we have this God. juice pack on his back. We, we have to basically, we're like, because he's used to sleeping on the bed, and then he jumps off the bed and shit like that in the morning. So we need, we need to find a way to restrict his access. So we brought everything into the living room. I took the mattress from the guest room and just put it on the floor in the living room in front of the couch and just pushed the couch all the way back. And then we just gated that off. So we've now been like self-quarantining ourselves for the last six days, sleeping on the floor on this mattress with Buddy. Oh, my God. So that he can't. Now, they got the tube removed two days ago. So now it's a lot easier, at least. But he still has the stitches for another week. And quite frankly, like he gets up in the middle of the night and he like wants food or he has to go to the bathroom. And he, if we go upstairs, he's going to jump off of something or something. So we basically we're still stuck in the living room. So that's, that has been my week update for you. But I will say, here's the one benefit to it. Uh, Therese took a picture of me earlier in the day. Here I am laying, playing uh, <laughs> PlayStation with Alex, laying on a mattress Jesus. on the floor. It is kind of co- cozy. Like, I just go up there yeah. and we're like, we're like, oh, let's watch a movie. And we just laid right. on a mattress on the floor with the couch oh, yeah. behind us. We, uh, we, um, we got a really cheap, like, fucking couch for the living room. And one of the legs broke. And I was like, okay, we'll just like, I'll, we'll just take all the legs off. We'll put it directly on the floor. No, just throw some books and under it. it. 
<laughs> well, we could. Well, we could do that, I guess. I was like, we'll just put. But my plan was, is like, I'll get a nice couch. Like, I'm I'm working full time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. spend the money to get like a nice couch. But we've just been like basically lying down now because like I can put my legs straight out. Oh and I'm no! Almost vertical at this point. Yeah. You know, you can actually get just like because couch couch legs a lot of the time the feet they're one of two types most of the time and oh, the same way that they go on and the only reason i know this is because i bought feet for like the you know four by four cube shelf that i got because i didn't like the way it just sat flat on the ground it kind of looked cheap so i just bought two feet i bought two sets of feet for it put it under it and they're very easy to install but what, if you search for it like furniture feet you can buy mm. ones that you could probably just unscrew and put in the new one and then solve your problem until at least you I'll get a new couch I'll have to look into that. I don't know. Brooke might be too uh, used to it. No, the the, it the new lounge couch. <laughs> yeah, she might like it too. <laughs> she much. might she like might the lounge couch. Not want to go back to. Yeah, she might not want to go back. Um, but yeah, you have to go back. What 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 is your sitch, sitch like, Tuna? Are you are you guys cozy, comfy? Do you, have you bought a couch? So I think you had like a futon at the old place. No, What's we had your... a couch. Uh, the couch is that couch is now in the living room. The couch okay. that couch will hopefully come down here. Yes, eventually. Uh, once we get a new couch, which we have not purchased yet, we have a dining room table that's coming at the end of the month. Um, we don't have a kitchen table. We don't have another. We don't have anything for the back room that we're not even sure what we're doing with yet. Um, the only room that's done is the bedroom. It's fully furnished already and good there. No but that's the first one you got to get done. That's the first room we finished as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, the electrical. There's a chandelier now hanging Very nice. in the dining room um the electrical work is pretty much all done awesome dad's gonna bring dad's uh electrical contractor for anyone who cares so he's hooking me up with ethernet ports there we go on one of these walls that's what i was about so to that ask i you. can plug it into the into the old modem router mm-hmm. so that i don't have to use the wi-fi and uh you know so i can pwn noobs on halo 2 on saturday nights and uh yeah you know that's it <laughs> awesome <laughs> Tom, you got uh, woke up today to it. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm not done. Woke up to a flat tire today. Pretty upset about oh, that. Oh, right. Yep. Woke up to a oh, flat shit. tire. Pretty pissed. Um, they still so, haven't fixed know. my uh, broken windshield. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Or the dent on the side. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. What I what I will say, um, totally switching gears again, started watching uh, WandaVision. Oh. Fantastic show. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good. can't believe how good it is. Yeah, and they nailed each. It's great. They nailed each decade, TV wise, so, so well. Yeah. They did a great job. Are you, I'm on the. Le- I'm on episode eight. Up? I'm about. I'm oh, halfway okay. through episode eight. I really um, hope that they do more fun stuff like this in the yeah. future because it's hard to picture how you could do another WandaVision like sitcom show with them. Just because, yeah. just like the nature of it, it'd be weird to just like rehash the same thing, especially uh, as to like. I'm sure why things are like it just seems like a, mm-hmm. a thing that would be hard to do, but yeah. I've always wanted like God. It would be so fun if they did other types of shows, but just with like superheroes or just with Star Wars characters. Like just mm-hmm. set a fucking office show, you know, in like a Star Wars universe or like a Marvel universe. That would be hilarious. It was so yeah. funny on those shows when it was like the problems you'd run into, but then she's using her Wanda magic and he's using his vision vision powers. It's like the fucking. Yeah. It was great. Like I love just when the they were like, stuff was good. Oh, actually, I can't say it because I'll spoil something. I would go watch it if you haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> That's how you know Alex doesn't go on Twitter. 
yep. <laughs> he's worried about spoiling something from like a few episodes ago. You go on Twitter five minutes after that show airs, and people are like, "Look yeah, at this gif are... that I captured from tonight's yeah, episode." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's no, no, no. Um, in other news, I played and completed Bowser's Fury. Holy shit! Congratulations. Uh, got all obviously, you know me. Got all one hundred cat shines. I loved it. Okay, and I love the concept, and I love. I want. I want a full Bowser's Fury now. I want a full version. I want a full workup of that game because um, a lot of the cat shines were obviously like easy. You mm-hmm. know, you could you could you could see that a couple a bunch of them were kind of like uh, Tom. I'm sh- you played them. A couple were mailed in. It's not like nothing was very c- complicated, you know. But you could see that. I think that the format works. And I think you can develop a game around that now, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, yeah, I agree. So, and I started playing 3D World again, and I'm pretty far along. It's easy awesome. for me to play Switch games just because, you know, obviously I could just sit while she watches Ginny and Georgia, some yeah. Netflix show. Well, and your battery keeps, you know, it lasts a long time, so. <laughs> well, now I have, I actually brought up the USB charger. There you go. Upstairs. So now I just play with it plugged in. But I, while she's watching Netflix, um, gaming. You could, don't game you have watch. one of those like uh, USB battery packs? <laughs> game no. Watch. Oh, you Not can anymore. just buy you like could... a cheap USB battery pack that has a bigger battery know, than your Switch. But... So then you don't yeah. actually have to have the AC adapter plugged in. Well, it's plugged in, baby. It's a long cord. It's fine. <laughs> Tom, what do you got? Uh I've been yeah, I uh I wanna give a little I wanna give a little Futurama update. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm in season seven now, so we just passed the season that was movies broken up into episodes, which I enjoyed. I thought that was interesting, but I'm glad that we're back to week to week. That's how I felt about that. I'm enjoying the show still. I think it's still the same quality, but I need fucking Fry and Leela to figure their shit out because because it, it has been seasons now of them real. Fry is somehow upset for some reason. They just decided to make Fry obsessed with Leela, and it was never clear why he fell in love with her. But he's been madly in love with her for seasons, and then I feel like every few episodes and particularly in the seasons with all the movies and i know that it wasn't clear that they'd come back i know that the movies were made kind of individually i understand that they were flying by the seat of their pants with this but i wish that they were a little smarter about following some of those threads because now we're back to like oh they're just friends again yeah and leela isn't interested in him despite realizing on multiple occasions that he is perfect for her she literally marries a spoilers for Futurama she literally almost marries an alternate timeline version of Fry from the future who she declares is perfect for him and then when she finds out she's like oh my god it was Fry all along and they're still fucking friends somehow so this is just something that keeps pissing me off because they keep focusing on the Leela and Fry relationship and it just like it's not even like in Friends with Ross and Rachel where um there's like actual reasons for why they're not together and it feels somewhat organic as to no it's just because he's kind of an idiot and she thinks she's too good for him like that's generally why they're not together that is the general reason as to why but there are like literal like 
very emotional moments. Oh, yeah. That then they like write off with a joke and she's like, yeah, eh, you know what? I'm not that into it. And I'm like, oh my God. So yeah. I'm enjoying the show, but. No, he's too we'll, good we'll, for her. We'll see where that goes. He's too good Fry's for her. Fry's too good speaking, for Leela. Absolutely. <laughs> speaking absolutely of other is. shows, do you, have you guys seen, um, I don't know if you guys are into, I don't know if you're into horror. Not um, really. Two, no. Two sentence horror stories on Netflix. It was a CW show that is now on Netflix. Uh, season two just came out. Brittany and I binged that shit in a couple days. Uh, really good, actually. Like, really good. Some of the episodes, some episodes are okay, but some episodes are excellent. And it starts off with the first sentence, right? It'll be like, one of it will be like, my sister wanted to talk. And then you see your 20-minute okay. episode, and then shit happens. And then the second sentence will appear at the end of the show. It'll be like, my sister wanted to talk, and then it'll tell you the second sentence. And that will make kind of like that whole thing that you just watched make sense. It made sense, but you see how the two-sentence horror story fits what you just watched. It's, it was actually good. Solid. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm watching so a very I'm watching a very tuna show on Netflix right now, The Age of Samurai. Documentary. Oh, I saw that. Saw that. Oh, yep. you watched the whole thing? Where I didn't. No, no, no. I saw, like it's, no, I didn't. I didn't finish. I didn't. I. I it's in my. I'm watching. Um, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me right now. I'm watching Hitler's <laughs> Inner Circle right now, and okay. because of that, The Age of Samurai mm. is being recommended to me. Uh, gotcha. So I just saw that. Yeah, but a... Also, Hitler's Inner Circle highly recommend that as well there you go very good yeah we've been watching this ages because i've been playing ghost of uh sushima so uh jump back uh, in yeah i mean i'm continuing it from 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 a couple of weeks and i'm very much enjoying it i i, I did the tuna thing i when i when i hopped back in i completed everything in the first island because mm. that that's where i had left the story and i was like i'll do everything in the first island and i'm very surprised how different the second half of the the, the island feels a lot of swamps, a lot of marshes after a lot of like beautiful fields and like mountainous mm. regions. And so I'm just like constantly caked in mud and I'm fighting like a much tougher class of enemy now. So I have to like switch up my tactics. So I think it's actually getting even more interesting as I progress. Um, but I've been playing a couple of other things. I've been playing Bastion on the stream uh, for my Classics Wednesdays. This is the first game from the developers of Hades. Uh, super giant uh the game's a lot of fun you see a lot of the what ends up being polished gameplay and ideas in hades you see the like root of them in bastion uh there's a couple of annoying things i think it's a beautiful game but the the art design of like this like hand-drawn world it's a little bit confusing as to like well can i go on that can i step on that can i walk along this what is interactable what direction is this coming in from because it's all like hand-drawn art um, but it's it's a very very uh, fun game. I'm enjoying it quite a bit, and I can understand why I got so much praise. That's one of those indie games that I bought on a whim, and it, it's like I have you know a library of games that I have just never played, and mm. that's <laughs> that's unfortunately yeah, one of them. But I should play I should play that one. Um, when I saw you were playing it, I was like, oh, maybe this would be the right time to try it out. Um, although I think I've decided my next big game I'm going to play. I really want to get Game Club going. We just all need to decide that we're going to do it again. Um, we can specifically target smaller game experiences like we used to and do it every two weeks or whatever based on the game. But I want to get that going again um, because I've been playing a lot more smaller games recently just because mm-hmm. I did Assassin's Creed and I was like, I need to decompress from the, another huge game, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I played one of my 
favorite games so far that I've played this year. Um, I know Alex played it as well, and I played and I beat Maquette, Maquette on the on PlayStation. Oh. It's free. I fucking loved this game. I um, Alex, you did played you beat and it? beat it. Yeah, it's about it's about. It's, I would I would guess it takes most people about four, maybe five hours. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got to play it then. I yeah. have not played it. I mean, played it. I have not beat it. Yeah, I'm playing it because Chris told me to. Um, it's very good. It's really I find good. It, I find it very enjoyable. The puzzle solutions are enjoyable. Uh, I'm still stuck exactly where I told you I was still stuck, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the same place I got stuck for the longest. So, um, and this yeah. actually, this actually uh, you know, once you're done with um, what you were talking about, this reminds me of what I wanted to talk about generally, the thing I texted the group about. Oh, right, right. Okay, so then, um, right, okay, so... First of all, I don't think anyone should go read any reviews about this game. You should just go play it, especially if you have Why, PlayStation. Why are they not good? Because it's it's free on PlayStation it. Plus. No, it's not that they're not good, but it, it's it's like a seventy one on Open Critic, and um, the the two primary complaints are that the puzzles aren't either difficult enough; it's like too straightforward, uh, or that um, they don't like the story. And I think ultimately, for me, and this is part of again, like as much as like the review rainbow is a joke there is like a level of sincerity to it which is that like i think that we review stuff incorrectly and it's not that we're using numbers it's not that uh people are um not being thoughtful with their reviews but i think the intention of reviews still are it's too much of a comparison to other games and people aren't looking at the games and being like what were they trying to accomplish because ultimately Every game is trying to do something different and it's trying to serve different audiences. So if the story yeah, doesn't click with you, you should be able to look at it and be like, but I can see how it serves the game or how um, it might. It's just like it, it's a clearly a personal story that clearly also has like real life things that were pulled. I, I haven't read anything from the developers, but I would be shocked if some of the things in the game weren't pulled directly from their actual life or past relationships. Uh and so it's like, I think if people don't empathize with that, that makes sense because they might not have had similar situations. But I don't think that that then makes the narrative bad in any way because it's a game about a so, relationship. Sure. And the reason why I just sighed is because it is, reviews are honestly like to, to evaluate a review and give it a number score is or evaluate a game, and give it a number score is so honestly stupid. So how do you rate like a spaghetti and meatball? compared with like a chicken tikka masala okay right and that's and like, that's my whole you point can't. Is you shouldn't so my, put those numbers right you know, so they you, should you they, can't it has it's to be evaluated way, only on itself fine and it's the same way that like you can't like how are you supposed to compare seinfeld with like band of brothers okay you, you can't so for me it's always well, been i mean ross is in both true so <laughs> for me wait ross is in seinfeld Oh, sorry. You said Seinfeld. I thought Friends because you yeah, mentioned a good yeah, sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, but, but but the whole thing is, for me, for games, it's always fun factor. Am I having fun? And is the dopamine in my brain I think IGN used to I literally keep... have fun factor as one of their... Whatever. But in all, <laughs> in, as cheesy as that is for me, it's always about, do I want to keep playing? Like, do I want to sure. keep playing this game for hours? Or has an hour gone by and I don't want to play this game anymore? And that was the problem for me with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was I was addicted 
and having fun and enjoying this game for the first 24 hours. And then the quote unquote fun factor started to decline for me. And just because of my personality and just because of who I am, I had to complete this game. But I could totally see other people being like, I'm done with this. Like, this yeah. is too long, too much, too boring now. I'm done with it. And for me, I think it's the like maquette is great. It's keeping my attention. I'm enjoying the puzzles. I don't care if they're too easy, then I'll put it down. Right. But for it's good enough. Like that. It's the same thing but, with food. But, but this is, is, does this it is, taste good? So I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm saying take it one step further, which is not every game, though, should is going to make every person. I just think I think just like with TV now, everything isn't there. There's just there's so many different kinds of people making so many different kinds of things and such a big audience. Everyone reviews so people mm -hmm. review things as if it's for everyone reading it. But the truth is there there's no objective opinions and we should just everyone should just start admitting that that it's all subjective and that you want to try and find a reviewer, not who, of course, is like, you know, you want to find someone who is a good writer and, and, and knows what they're talking about, but also like shares similar perspectives with you because you're more likely to align your views with them. Um, yeah. If, if you want to like actually like have a trusted review. And the only reason I say that is because there are a lot of people that this game will do nothing for narratively speaking, because if you don't like movies like Synecdoche, New York, if you don't like uh, fucking um, Eternal Sunshine, if you don't like the science but of I sleep, think it's... if you don't like uh, yeah. being John Malkovich, if you're not basically like a, like a, what is it, Andy Kaufman, if you're not a fan of him, you're not going to like <laughs> this game because that's, but this I... is like he made, this is like if he made a video game. I mean, that's good that's to what this video because the movie adaptation is one of my favorite films. Then you, 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 Tom, but... will love this game, but I wasn't sure if Alex would. Because it's like very as essential and it's 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 almost sacred. Again, I, I really don't like for me the story. Whatever, I, like but, it is no, but that's it is. my point though. Is care. there's a I lot like of people who puzzles, care so much about the story, but I don't. But so the whole thing, but the puzzles were good <laughs> enough for me, and that was fine for me. I don't care about the story. I mean, at this, I I listen to the story, I get it, I know what's yeah, going yeah. on. But for me, I don't really care. The puzzles are enjoyable, and that's what keeps me engaged. Yeah. So my other point is this: is the is the best apple in the world better as good or worse than the best orange in the world literally comparing apples to oranges you it's so like games are not one cohesive right similar, i mean that's literally what i just, just said it's there's well, so many different so things made for so many thing. different people why, stop listening not you know not that you and i do but this whole review score and, and all this crap yeah. like there's so much crap no but it's still in. it's still good to have reviews but i you think you can have a review but i, I don't think need a, i don't need the, a number that they need to be um i just think i think too many people write reviews as if like it's supposed to serve a everyone and not because if they don't like the story right then it's mm. they it's often written as this was a bad story but it's like well maybe it's not a bad story you just don't empathize with it it doesn't speak your language it means nothing to you <sighs> but yeah, then I instead mean, they're like well this detracts the game from me and it's like yeah but even with Assassin's Creed, you could probably not pay attention to the story and still enjoy the game if you like that kind of gameplay. You can, like but this this is a game where the narrative's tied so closely to the puzzles often that there were a couple times where I was... Sometimes, there's some stories that are not. There's, I mean, there's some puzzles that weren't exactly related 100%. That's totally true, but there are some times, especially later in the game, where I was stuck, and mm -hmm. if I wasn't paying attention to the story, I may not have been able to figure it out. Fine. Fair. So the narrative is important to this game. 
yeah yeah when and, i when i write when i write reviews one of the things that i try and like my wording is try and be like if this is your expectation you're either gonna like this or you're going to not like this right mm-hmm. like um you know I, I try and make it as clear as possible that like hey this detractor i have like it's totally based on it's my persona 5 review specific my persona 5 strikers review specifically recently was like hey if you're expecting this to be a story that is a, a true sequel to the persona 5 game and is like living up to like how good of a story that was then you're not gonna like this and people gave me so much shit they were like well, I, I wasn't expecting that. So uh, d- why did you give it like a six out of, you know, a bad, re- you know, a mediocre review or whatever? And I was mm-hmm. like, my whole point was if you had set expectations <laughs> right. and it it's not going to live up yes. to it. I, yes. If you are the per- kind of per- if you were kind of come into this and this game is hitting all the notes for you, like, then that's fine. But I know a lot of people, especially in the marketing with that game, were expecting it to. Uh, continue the story in a, as meaningful a way and so that that's just something you kind of have to do as a, a reviewer right. um so the, oh go ahead i just want to get back because that was sort of just like a side point about this game that i, mm-hmm. I was just saying but ultimately yeah. <laughs> um by the way i think i said andy kaufman it's charlie kaufman i always say the wrong one um oh that's true it is charlie yep it's it's actually my least favorite of his movies is uh synecdoche new york it was with mm-hmm. um philip seymour hoffman but that one is like very much what this game is because that that movie, the main character literally is like has a mock up of that part of New York and like the actors are in it. But then in that one, there's a mock up of. New- so it's like these layers and it's it's a recursive plot in the movie. And this game is a recursive physics game where you're like, that's what the concept is. This isn't a spoiler because it's literally what the pitch of this game is, is you're playing a narrative in what is essentially like a stage but in that mm-hmm. stage, there's a smaller version of the stage. So manipulating things on the smaller version of the stage does the same thing on the bigger part of the stage. But as the game unfolds, mm-hmm. I told Alex I thought I was at the end because I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen everything this game can do. And I'm assuming I'm at the last chapter and I'm just going to get a mix of those things. But I was totally wrong. In fact, up until the very end of the game, I still was doing something new with the puzzle mechanics that I had never done. And the game ends a little short, but I think it it kind of actually works so perfectly because i think i i never really used the same mechanic enough times that i was bored with it like by the time yeah. i'd use something enough times i was kind of like they they threw a new thing out at me you know that um that uh that actually uh is uh interesting read because one of the games that i want to talk about was a game called loop hero it's oh, a <laughs> i was literally reading about that game like a few minutes before this because i was just like i need to find a new game to play <laughs> yeah um uh so i think it's either coming out it's it's i think it's like coming out tomorrow or something or maybe it's out today um but uh it's a new game from devolver digital uh it's from the developer four quarters they've made a lot of smaller indie titles this is probably their their biggest thing but it's still very indie um but speaking to it's still surprising you towards the end despite still fitting the mechanic like loop hero did that for me um so imagine like an 8-bit aesthetic like Baba is You. That's what this game kind of looks yeah. like. Very stripped back design elements. Still like a very cool design and, and and looks very nice. It's about a the universe has been basically shred down to its last atom, right? If you want to take Thanos' words. That there's <laughs> like very little left in the entire universe. 
Um, and you play as this character who doesn't remember anything. And he goes out on expeditions and it's just like a singular path, a procedurally generated path that loops. Okay. And the idea is, is you keep going along the path automatically. You can pause the gameplay at any, the, the walking along the path at any point. And you, at first there's like a few monsters on the path. And you encounter a monster, you get into an encounter. Again, you're just attacking and getting attacked automatically. And as you attack, and once you defeat the monster, you get items to upgrade your hero. Yeah. Like new armor and everything. But then you also get landmarks. And you start building the world back together. Oh, And the landmarks change what's happening on the path. So... Maybe some skeletons get deployed on, you know, depending on where you put the, um, where, where you put this landmark. Or maybe if you walk past this other landmark, you get healed. So it's all about making the path, the path is getting deadlier as you go. And so you're trying to change it to, um, to ba- basically the idea is, is once you complete enough loops, a boss will appear and you have to fight a boss. You have to make sure you have enough life for it. And then you return back to your home base, which isn't stuck in a loop and you're slowly building out. And I was enjoying the game and I thought it was like really intriguing and it kept like, I was like, oh, I can do one more loop. I can do one more run of this path. Uh, And sometimes I'd die and sometimes I'd succeed. But I got to a point when I'd get to the home base where it actually unlocked new classes. And so I could actually change the class of my character. And that like, changed the game in ways that i didn't yeah, yeah. expect and i'm i'm not i'm not gonna spoil this one for you tuna because uh, i actually think both of you guys would really i think both of you guys would actually i was about to say if you game. if you say anything else about this i'm gonna ask you to because that <laughs> that's almost like one piece of information too much but that's actually that's yeah. that's enough information for me to go and play this next time yeah um, it, it, is like it on console point, too or is it just pc i think it is i was just looking this up and i already forget um it is, yeah, it's only on PC right now. But, I mean, you can play it on Mac as well. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a very small game. It doesn't take a lot to run it. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And by the time I thought that that game had shown me, excuse me, shown everything that I thought it had to offer, it, like, changed the script. So I, I highly recommend Loop Hero. Uh, the only other game I want to talk about is uh, Brooke and I have moved on from Sackboy, mm-hmm. and we're now playing Minecraft Dungeons of all games. Um, it came up on like one of the best co-op games to play together, um, and we're really enjoying it. It's Diablo light, light, light. Like it's very this is like my first dungeon crawler. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, and it's great. We're really enjoying it. Yeah, awesome. Maybe I'll play that for Game Pass, and we can talk about next week. I mean, I'm pass. down. I'm playing it. Yeah, I'll play it. So, week. so with maquette, right, and me getting stuck. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah, right. I want to hear this. So this is. So this is. So this is my. This is my like thought that I was having in the shower today. <laughs> okay. We have a shower thought for two. Yeah, actually, I actually had this thought in the shower. So I said, I said to myself, does the availability of information today enhance or take away from certain gaming experiences? Meaning. Right, I I really do not want to look up the solution to this. I no, really, of course not. really don't. Okay, and I think it totally takes away from the experience. It takes me out of the gaming experience and puts me in a situation where 
um, you know, oh, because, I, I cheated myself because you because the impulse is too hard to fight. It's it's really you, hard. You want to someone fight. to take away the availability from you to do this. exactly like because of the internet today. Um, I you can look up the solution right now. Yeah, get it, do it. But okay? honestly, though, there. But like, okay, but when I I've been, Ocarina, I've been able to do that since fucking like. But I it wasn't know, as Game available. It, like, yes, you definitely were. You de you totally were able to Google things and figure yeah. things out. But I think it's even easier now. Of course it is. Than it was then. Like, for instance, I remember playing Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And you could go on the internet to find solutions. But to go and find solutions, you had to go on, like, GameFAQs. And it would be this long... Yeah. Oh, I used, I used to go to, to NeoSeeker, man. NeoSeeker.com. You, you still yeah. had to go through all this shit. Now it's just like I'm stuck at this specific thing. Like if I typed in to you know, Google maquette gear puzzle, boom, yeah. video, done, finished. And the impulse is there to do it. And I'm just like, oh fuck, do I do I really want to, you know? So does that like do people who look stuff up and, and try to find like for the witness, I definitely had to look up some things for oh. the witness. Is that does that take away <laughs> was... but does Oh. But does that take away from the gaming experience? Like I never should... finished that game, but I never looked anything up. I would just, uh, I would just spend an entire go. day like staring at the same wall. But, do, but, but I but never remember... looked at anything. Yeah, no. But do you remember when we were playing Baba Is You, and I got to a point where I'm like, this is really hard, yeah. and I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna look this up, and yeah. I did look it up, and I was like, holy shit, this is complicated I... as fuck. I never would have thought of this. I'm done with this game. I'm I... out. Here's... I can't. Here's what I think. I yeah. think that you had a very good thought, except I don't think the way you're ex you're using that that thought mm -hmm. is actually mm -hmm. uh, the way I read it. All right, well, all right, well, you give me one second. I'll give you another example. Well, so well, what? And then I'll let you go. Just let okay. me go. So my other thing. So my other thing is this with the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I know. I think I know where you're going to go with this, Chris. But whatever. With Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Thor's hammer keeps it keeps like annoying me in my head that uh -huh. Thor's hammer was in Norway and there was no inkling whatsoever that it was there. The only reason I knew it was there was because of the internet. It's the only reason I knew it was there. Right. And it's the only reason I knew to even go there. So why, like, is that good that like the community found it so I can go find it or should I have found it on my own? Should you have designed this game in a way that, you know, I should have found or you should have hinted that it was in the game and that it was over here and that I could go and search for it. Um, mm -hmm. But Chris, are you saying that there's two? Uh, my guess, before you say anything, because you sometimes mm -hmm. we used to guess what my complaint was. My guess is going to be is is too much community opinion, reviews, discussion, hindering your experience of a game that you should just sit down with and play. Yeah, I I, I inferred your statement when you texted yeah. it to Tom and I about mm -hmm. expectations. No, mine was about literally looking up because, solutions. Because I think there's actually a bigger problem with expectations for games and, and as well okay. as TV and movies. And that's really okay. what is is driving just the discourse for everything is fucking garbage now. Everything has to be pushed to an extreme. Everything is it, it, I'm just I could go on about it forever. So I'm not even going to dive into that at all. Um, but I, I don't I don't think it's I think it's a good thing that this stuff's available. It's always been available and it should just be easier yeah. to access mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are not nearly as good at playing games or don't have the time that we have to play games. And there's people, Alex, that have way, have more time than we do and are even better at games than us. So they want those really hard challenges. So the, the developers do the best they can to serve everyone. No, I agree. Okay, and then fine. it's like you just have to have those solutions available so that people fine. don't have to have their time wasted. Fine. Then can we then then honestly, we then just need more self-control. Is... 
is really <laughs> but but here's but, but can I get can I get some kind of I, I want to know your opinions on you might have said this last week and maybe I forget but I really wanted I really want an opinion on this Thor's hammer thing because it is it has been bothering me since no I, I, this I game. when I googled because so all right so um I didn't tell you guys but I talked about it I bought DLC I bought the sword that I wanted in Assassin's Ooh. Creed. I spent five wow. bucks. To be fair, I didn't also I, I got a code for that game, so That's I didn't fine. pay for it. Uh, wait, so, I, there's no judge. You know, I'm just I'm I'm not uh, judging. I'm just surprised that you did because I didn't like any of the weapons I got, and okay. I was like, how long is it going to take me to get gold? Like so that I can like actually have a fully upgraded weapon. Oh and, like, yeah, none of these weapons seem cool. Forever. All this stuff seems lame. <laughs> like I, there wasn't a single weapon I had in that game that I liked, and I kept seeing that fucking sweet. Surter sword and I, I fucking love <laughs> thor ragnarok is like my favorite marvel movie it's so fucking good i'm like oh, i want this sword it's flaming it's awesome i was like and i have i because because of the pack of uh that assassin's creed sent me i had all of the like bear stuff like there were a lot of right. perk reasons for me to use this weapon it was and it looked badass so i was like it was like four dollars I was like, fuck it, yeah, I'm yeah, buying this sword. I bought that sword because I Googled it. I was like, what are the best weapons in Assassin's Creed? How do I get them? Because I was like, right. I'm just, I, I'm 30 hours into this game. I don't like any of the weapons I have. And I was like, oh, fuck, they have Excalibur. And then I looked at what you have to do to get Excalibur. And I said, right. I'm never going to use any of these weapons. Tom said there's good weapons in the game. I'm never going to get to play with them before I'm done with this game. So I'm right. going to spend five bucks and make this more fun for myself. Yeah. And so that's what I did. But, it also but, like isn't go. like a stronger sword. It does have some yeah. perks that are better. It's just cool yeah. looking. It literally just has yeah. like fire the, on it. The, the <laughs> only the only reason the only reason I even Googled about Thor's hammer was because you get Thor's armor. And you know, you oh. get certain pieces of it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, they've got if they have Thor's armor, they've gotta have Thor's hammer. Mjolnir, right? Yeah. Right. They have to and then when I Googled meow, it meow. and when I uh, yeah, meow, meow. Meow, meow. and then meow, meow. and then when, <laughs> when I Googled it and I found out where it was, I was like, You gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like there's been no inc- there's been no hint no. that this is even I also love the fact that you explored Norway and what you thought was its totality before you even came to England. It's not like you buggered off to no, England. I could, no, I couldn't go where Thor's hammer was. Because that it was an in, inaccessible area yeah. of Norway that gotcha. you would have died. Yeah. So that, that that's my point, Tom. My point is this. I should have <laughs> – I've said this. I said this last week. I'm going to say it again, and I think this was a huge misstep. I should have known about Thor's Hammer from the first hour of this game. Yeah. And I should have been able to interact with it to try to pick it up. And it would have said something like the Master Sword. If you don't have enough hearts in Breath of the Wild to pick that shit up, you're not picking it up. So if I could, it should have been like you don't have the power to lift to wield Thor's that, hammer. This is just yet. this is just the problem with collectible games. Stupid is people like collectibles. People like to do the collectible things, and if you don't have a good thing to get as like a big collectible at the end of the game, then people are going to be pissed about it. It's like the Korok seeds in Zelda, like like if, or in uh, Breath of the Wild. Like remember where you have to find there's like nine hundred Koroks, and what do you, you don't you literally get like a golden piece of poo or something? Like yeah, but that's that's funny. Uh, no, this people is, were mad about it. <laughs> people know. did not think it was yeah, funny. Yeah, but it's 900. What is that from? Breath of the Wild. If you Breath find the all the Koroks, Korok you get seeds. like a golden piece, or it might even just be a piece of poop. I think it is. It's a golden <laughs> I didn't piece know of poop. that. And yeah, but, this but, is my point. They're like, they're, so they look at it as like, well, then we're going to make the like long game, late game collectible thing that like takes you forever. We're going to make that a really cool item, like weapon, but we're not going to put it in the base game because we want to give them an incentive. But it wasn't anything like that. 
But it wasn't anything like that. The Thor's hammer just is is in, it's just lying on the ground. It's just lying on the ground. And if you have <laughs> yeah, Thor's armor, you can. If you have Thor's armor, you can pick it oh, up. Oh, I need Thor's armor. There you, you need go. Thor's armor to pick yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. But you don't know that, and you don't know right. it's there. And the right. whole thing is, if I had known it was there from the beginning of the game, I would have been like, okay, I got a goal. I got to get Thor's armor. Once I get Thor's armor, I can come back here. So you want more direction for things that should be good. Not direction. It should have been hinted at, sprinkled sure. throughout the game. It's possible it was, but also then at that point in the game, it's like, are you reading everything? Like, are you, you know, I did the game's too big. The I game's really too big. Did. We don't, we, we really like it. The game is so big that we've spent yeah, too right. much fucking time on this game. Yeah, uh, I love the so. fact that like, yeah, Chris was definitively trying to nip it in the bud last week. <laughs> I played another game uh, with Alex, by the way. So last week I asked you guys if uh, you we can game. And I think... Mm -hmm. Tom maybe was streaming or something. Dan couldn't. So I was like, well, Alex, like, if it's just two of us, let's play something else. So I found a thing on PlayStation that was co-op that I'd never heard of. It just came out like last month. And it was called, it's called um, We Were Here. We were, yep. Uh, it was, wait, it was We Were Here, We Were Here too, and then We Were Here. We Were Here Together. Together. The new one that just came out last month was called We Were Here Together. And apparently it's the third in a series of We Were Here games. That first one came out in like 2017 and then 2018 and now the new one or 2019 and the new one. Um, but they're basically co-op escape room games. The first two are like just a couple hours long and the new one is like I think some people say anywhere between like five to eight hours depending on how good you do. It's like if you took um, Keep Talking Nobody Explodes and an escape room and put them into one game. It the Alex and I played through all of the first one called We Were Here. If you buy the three pack, which is what I would recommend, um, that's the way to go because it's twenty bucks for Save the three pack. Six bucks. Yeah, so and that's also a great deal. It's like three games, the uh, like for yeah. like twenty bucks, uh, great deal. Right. So so it's yeah, it was incredibly fun. So it much is, fun. Uh, it is online co op only. I think. Yes. Right, mm -hmm. and basically, okay. Tom, it yes. was it was. Um, so it wouldn't work if you could see the other screen. Right, because it doesn't. It doesn't work. So Chris is in one room. I'm in a different room. The premise is that we're supposed to be talking on walkie-talkies, but we're in a party. It doesn't matter. Right. And I have solutions to clues in his room, and he has solutions to clues in my room, and things cool. he does in his room affects things in my room, and things I do in my room affects things in his room, or words or symbols in my room. I have to repeat to him that he's, you know, for him to do a puzzle that he's looking at. So it's very much like a communication game, um, mixed with escape yeah. room puzzles, and, and they, it was they, they, honestly a lot of fun. We we beat That's the first cool. one just over two hours, I think, or just I was just under two hours, I think. I think we beat the first under, one, yeah. um, and we're gonna go back and replay it in opposite roles because I really want to see the shit he was getting to see when he was explaining stuff to me, vice versa. But like the mechanics were cool because like every room was very different. And actually, just so you understand it better, the story in both games so far has been we were like traveling and came across like a castle and now we're both in separate parts of the castle so it's like mm, yeah. thematically but like there's literally like a room where i walk out into a courtyard and there's a giant chess board and like i have to do some stuff and also like make chess moves and do other things like that but you know so there's there's very cool mechanics like that that are within it um it's really fucking fun i can't believe i've never heard of this it like really flew yeah, under I've never the radar, heard of apparently that's, that's interesting yeah i've never um, heard of that one the only shitty thing about it, Tom, is like, because I'm playing this with Alex, you got to find you got to find someone to play this with now. You should play it. I think you would love this. I mean, you could probably 
You can't do steam sharing play, with something like play that. With uh, play yeah, with Dan. Play with Dan. Oh my god. Are you that so sounds like with each other. <laughs> I would I that would love to spectate like that. Fun. I would love to spectate. Oh my I would god. love to spectate oh, maybe, the shit. Well, out I'm going to charge for it. On my lunch? I got to make some money on this. I'm I like break today for like an hour. Alex and I started the second one and we were in we basically we got two parts of it done like but we spent the vast majority of the time on a single puzzle and it was probably the hardest thing we've come across thus far but it that was, was so the first funny. time we started getting it was frustrated very, it i was, was like i was like no it's like this and you're like like this and i'm like no not like that but like this like you're like right Ugh. like 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 tom like we could take pictures of what we're looking at obviously and send them to each other but that defeats the purpose so yeah, this that particular puzzle yeah so this particular puzzle was very much like very you really had to describe super accurately what you were seeing and yeah. I had to mm-hmm. interpret what he was. It actually took us, I think, a good 10 minutes to discern what for each of us to understand what the other person was looking at. Mm-hmm. Like we failed at least twice, um, not fully understanding what each person was was confronted with. Like I thought he was confronted with with X, but in, really he was confronted with Y. And it was us explaining that to each other, which kind of we had like this eureka moment. We had Which like three a, Eureka moments though. We yeah, were like, we, oh, now we, we know what we're now supposed we to do. Now we get it. it now like, we get wait, it. Wait, there's another that, fucking fuck. But that's what's right, so great about this game it. is like that dopamine release when you have yeah. that Eureka moment is so good. Which is why like this game is fucking sweet. And this, I wish th- they had like like tens. Of, uh, I wish they had like a hundred of these bands. I mean, I, I, this is why like I was saying like we got. I wanted to start doing the game club stuff again because uh, just. After Assassin's Creed and now playing like I played such a handful of short games recently that like, again, if you're listening right now and you're looking for like a handful of short games, uh, Maquette, which both Alex and I weirdly have spelled with an R for some reason. I don't know if it's because I had never seen the word Maquette before and I just like yeah. it looks like Marquee or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Carto, uh, Minute Racer. Now we were here like I've played all these handful of short games and I'm like, fuck, I have so much fun with them. And then I and then they're done. And I'm like, well, that was a great time versus like, God, I loved Assassin's Creed. But boy, was I exhausted of playing that video game by the time it was fucking over. <laughs> yep. Agreed. <sighs> I can't wait for you to talk about uh, Maquette next week. The two of you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play it. If you, if you can beat it before next week, then we can do the post show spoiler version. Okay. I'll, I'll, that's I'll, really the the better conversation if it's, if if it's five hours years. like and we can make it happen oh well unless there is some yep. stumbling i can't get past some stumbling um oh my God. I mean, you'll what be fine I because so far the two the times you've been try. stuck were the exact same two times i got stuck and we both made the same exact thought process so uh, you'll be fine you'll figure it out uh let's yeah. let's let's talk about some news because there's a lot of news we might just skip listener mail and go right into the game just for time Let's see what happens. All right, let's talk about the Pokemon thing. Yeah. Right? We should just do that off the top. Um, Pokemon, what, what are they calling it? The Diamond and Pearl remakes? Brilliant Diamond Brilliant and Shining Pearl. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I personally actually kind of like what they did here. Yeah. And the reason why I like it is because... The last remake we got was Let's Go. Not only was it a remake of a game that has had enough remakes and releases, but also I just don't think Let's Go is actually a more fun version of the game. It visually looked a lot better. Like, Let's Go visually looks great. Um, I like Let's Go. I Yeah, I, I like Let's Go too, but the the whole just like, I don't know. It, it, it They took a really easy game and made it a lot easier is, is what I <laughs> yeah. thought. 
So I was, I was I, I, yeah, and but I was yeah. so happy about that because I didn't want to fucking yes. play a fifteen to twenty hour red and blue again. Totally agree, <laughs> totally agree with you, Tom. But I think I think at the Good time point, because that was the first real like three D Pokemon game we were getting because it was before right, Sword for and Shield. Switch, right? I was yeah. kind of a little disappointed by that, uh, you know. But that's why I, I was like, that. oh, they're just literally making a very faithful remake of diamond and pearl with like yeah. a cute chibi design and it's a very faithful visually like remake it's a it was a good game i think it's uh just like a easy way to go i think people are um being kind of harsh towards the reception of it and i think that's just because there's uh i've only something... seen positive stuff on my oh, time interesting but I've just seen a lot. I think I follow a lot style. of people that are into it. No, I'm 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 into it. I'm yeah. into it. I think that me too. I think that um, I I when I it kind of shocked me at first. Have you have you seen what it looks like, Tuna, at all? The brilliant yeah. diamond shining pearl. I mean, it really, it looks just like they made the the DS game into a real 3D version. Yeah, of they itself. brought it to th- to life. Um, the, I, I was into it and I think that it was a good idea to differentiate it visually, yes. um, from the mainline games and obviously the legends games that we're, we're getting coming up. Um, yeah. So Tuna, this is, this is what the character models look like here. I'll turn in my, um, oh, all right. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's very cutesy of, 3d. Yeah. It's, it it's, like it's, it's, <laughs> because it's because it's chibi so so the proportions are all like yeah. but the th- but when you go into battles then the style changes so then it looks like sword more, and shield then it becomes it looks right. like sword and shield in the battles yeah. but when you're moving through the world it looks more like the proportions are more like the the ds games uh and everything um, which i think yeah, is gonna they, be fun to play on the switch in handheld because it's just gonna absolutely. feel like i'm playing a hd ds game yeah, speaking I'm, of switch handhelds, I'm stoked for it. Well, mm. wait, wait, wait. Let's let's keep on the Pokemon news. <laughs> let's no, keep on the we Pokemon news because thought I had a good segue. <laughs> oh no, you were just segueing to something. I mean, we well, have to oh, talk about Pokemon switches. Journeys. Yeah, it's literally oh, Alex. Pokemon you kept Legends, saying Pokemon, Pokemon Legends. Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon Legends of uh, just Pokemon Nintendo. Legends Arceus. Ar- uh, yeah, Arceus. Game. I mean, this is we just put out our, our our dream Pokemon game, but like, of course. And this is a thing I've said for years, and I'm so I'm so kind of happy I was right. I was like, if they ever do a free roam Pokemon game, it is not going to be the next generation. They're gonna do a side game because they're not gonna fuck with their next with their generation games until they know what they're doing. Because they're not. It's their meal ticket. You're not gonna fuck with your meal ticket. You're gonna like put this thing on the side, and if people like that side dish, maybe it, it joins the regular menu. But you got to test that out first when you're dealing with you know the billions and billions of dollars Pokemon rakes in. I think. This game, yes. from what they showed, is going to be a fucking nightmare to talk about on the internet. Why? Because, <laughs> because here's the cool thing about it, right? If I come to you and I say, we're making an open world Pokemon game influenced by Breath of the Wild, where it's a big open world, you have full control of your camera, think like the wild area, except it's not like totally packed like the wild area. You actually have to like search around and find Pokemon. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. It's a bit of an action RPG, but it still has the t- like turn-based battles. It's like perfect, fucking perfect. It's like okay. it takes place in the past. So it's like at a time before we had the gyms and, and the Pokemon League. It's like fucking all of that's cool until then you see the game. And it's not even a visual issue. A lot of people, some people are having trouble with the visuals. I think it looks totally fine. Um, it's also early. That game is going to get, you know, a lot, a lot of visual stuff happens in the last few months as well with games. Um but actually, when you read the gameplay and read the description of the game and you watch it, 
all of the action, it appears, is in the capturing of wild Pokemon. Because there aren't gyms, because there isn't a league, I don't know if there's going to be any trainer-on-trainer battles because there aren't Pokemon trainers. It appears as if you can get into Pokemon battles, but you're only going to need to do that if you're going up against a very strong Pokemon or you don't catch it off guard or find a way to distract it or something or catch it while it's sleeping while you're out in the wild. It seems like a lot of it is like a 3D version of real life of Pokemon Go, where when you're playing Pokemon Go on your phone, you're like just trying to distract catch. it with berries, yeah, or or, ca- right. or or just catch it. And it seems like in this game, what you're actually doing is just hunting out in the wild area, trying to like hide in the grass and like sneak up on a Pokemon and catch it in a Pokeball. And if you don't, you might have yeah. to battle it with your Pokemon to weaken it to catch it. But I think that is the core mechanic of the game. And I think it's more of an exploration game. And I think because they showed it as like, it's the Breath of the Wild game you want. I'm really like, if the, um, if the next trailer isn't very clear on what this game is, this is going to be what I was talking about earlier with expectations. People are going to go into this hoping it's the fucking Pokemon adventure game that they want. And it's actually going to be a way more slower pace. It's going to be uh, my first less Pokemon action. adventure. That's exactly what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to be. I think yeah, it might be closer I, I to Pokemon Go. In, I guess in a you're challenge. right. I, guess, I, I feel like maybe they'll test it like this. And if this is, is a success and people like it, then let's 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 bring this bad boy to the to the front, right? Of the, of and, that, the and that's what uh, I I wrote about it on Input Mag, and the thing I said, I'm like, this they're doing the thing that they did with Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury feels like a test bed for, hey, do you guys like this? Is this what you want yes. us to make for yes. the mainline Mario? And so, not maybe mainline, but one of the options, right? One of the 3D Mario games one of the, coming. Yeah, up. one of the 3D options. Give me because like options. I'm 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 still playing that, and I'm like. I'm enjoying Bowser's Fury more than I'm enjoying 3D. 3D World is fun and I'm enjoying it, but it's very traditional. But I like all Bowser's... three. I really mm-hmm. like all three. Like, I love Bowser's Fury. I like 3D World as its own thing. And I like Bowser's yeah. Fury. I would like it as its own thing. And I would like Odyssey as its, or maybe it would replace an Odyssey kind of thing. Like, that would be the next, you yeah. know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm with you, Chris, when when I... when. I, you know, because the the Pokemon the, the Pokemon website has more information regarding like the, the the placement of everything, and it's like, yeah, there are no Pokemon trainers, and I'm like, well, there's no Pokemon trainers, yeah, there's not going to be no Pokemon battles, right? Yeah, and so um, I, I I do think it is, and in that text kind of makes it clear that it's going to be more of an exploration. It's more about the study of Pokemon. I'm curious if that whole like studying Pokemon aspect of it goes beyond just there's a pokemon and i'm gonna catch it like does that mean we're going to uh based on like ecological surveys that we're pulling like that's gonna change like the gameplay like here's is there an element there i don't know but here's what i think this game is i think that this game is gonna have more in common with pokemon go and pokemon snap than breath of the wild or pokemon sword and shield i think that you're gonna do a lot less battling the action is is really when they call it an action RPG, the action is like, yes, you are physically like moving your character around and you're doing it's stealth action. And so like Pokemon snap, where you might have to know like where certain Pokemon reside and what time of day and things like that, you're going to have to do the same thing here. And so you'll be bringing Pokemon back. Maybe you'll hear rumors of a Pokemon like, Hey, there's like rumors. This Pokemon like hangs out by the caves. And so you're going to have to go find caves and like maybe go yeah, to them maybe at night. The objective or, is like find 
this many of this type of Pokemon right. by the end of the day or some shit like that. Yeah. You might need to go get like a fruit from a tree and leave it outside the cave so you can lure the Pokemon out so you can try and catch it. Like there might be really cool mechanics like that. So it might be a really good game, but I don't think it's the action battler like adventure no, Zelda Pokemon game it's that everyone yet. thinks it's going to be. Um, I, I think we're so starved. Because I, yeah, they I, made I, the trailer I, like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> they did the fucking thing where he's standing over the, the cliff and it's like you see it the... Does look like they Breath literally the did. They, I they mean, knew what they were doing. I mean, and, and that was everyone's <laughs> initial reaction. I mean, even Tom, you texted the group. You were like, they did it. They did. They're doing Pokemon Breath of the Wild. And that's like everything on Twitter was Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Right. Like They couldn't have been more clear as to what they were trying to say. Yeah. But what I, they were saying th- isn't what it is. I think for me, it was not necessarily like this is the game that we've been waiting for. I don't think Legends Arceus, I think no. it'll be fun, I think it'll be good, but I don't think it's like, it's not going to be the game that we pitched, right? Patreon.com forward slash unright podcast. Yeah, that game fucking rules, though. Dude, Dreams and Nightmares, great game. Dreams and Nightmares, great game. But, Very um, game. but the fact, what, what excited me about it is they showed off Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. They said, uh, the uh, Game Freak isn't developing this one. This is the people that are developing the Pokemon Home app. The, the the game that Game Freak is developing is the Legends Arceus. They are developing the spinoff, not the remake or the mainline game. So that gives a level of commitment to Legends Arceus as what Game Freak wants to do in the future. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh my god, yes, 2021, we're getting the Pokemon game we've always wanted. It was like, 2021 is... We're getting the game that is going to define what Pokemon is for the next 25 years. We, we're, we're finally, Game Freak is finally coming around to the idea because they'd held out for so yeah. long. Yeah. And so, and it's like, a side game I'm that's more not excited. Crappy, it's, also, it's more, I'm more excited about like, oh my God, it's the future, like the future yeah. where this leads versus like specifically this. Instance. Hopefully, if it does well, because yeah. if this, if it doesn't, we'll right. never <laughs> see it again. Like, this is, I think that it'll is it. do well. Yeah, it, I think I think well. it'll I think it'll do well. I think that a, a bunch of things are working in its favor. A, all all us motherfuckers were like Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yeah. We're going to play B, it in 4K. We will we might do. Um B, the people that just buy Pokemon games are going to buy Pokemon games and then C, the fact that Switch games just sell. Like it's yeah. going to do. Well. Yeah, you're right. It's going to do well. It's going to be fine. But we might be playing it in 4K because the other Switch news that came out is Switch Pro more Switch Pro shit, which Switch I feel Pro. like we talk about forever. Yeah. But this Wait, feels like the most correct feels, thing. Feels. I mean, does it make you feel we like talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and Tom and I were both like saying, if it's not the end of this year, it's just never like, like if it's not within the next twelve months, I don't just don't understand why it would ever happen at this point. Well, um, I would buy Switch Pro right now. Yeah. The fr- <laughs> we don't know anything about it really. We don't know what the performance upgrades are. We don't know how they're supposed to work. But the rumor is that like dev kits are going out. So this isn't just like some bullshit that like they're developing one. It's that like some people might have them in their hands, which is why this is legitimate. From the sound of it, it's and what, it's it, upgraded upgraded screen size and OLED for handheld. Yeah, that that's and I think that that's the other part of why this feels more legit or feels more like okay, it's coming sooner than. Because I've always believed that they've been R&Ding something, but this feels more like, okay, an actual product is happening. And it's more because it's not a leak from Nintendo. It was a leak about the Samsung displays. Right. It was a leak from Samsung, which is the shit you always find with like iPhones. You never learn the rumors from Apple leaks. It's always like a third-party supplier. Right. 
like a case manufacturer. Um, but yeah, the rumor is seven inch OLED screen, 720p screen still, but obviously the OLED is going to offer more contrast. We don't know if that's going to change the body of the Switch. It, you know, is the Switch getting bigger or is it just getting a bigger screen? I have a screen? prediction. Hopefully. Go ahead. Drop it. It's a mix. So we, 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 with the DSi, with the DS, we got the DSi, which was a performance bump. Like Nintendo's done mm-hmm. pro consoles, but only on handhelds. So it was Game Boy, we got Game Boy Color. It was still a Game Boy, but it read Game Boy Color games also. So there are some unique games to it only, but it was still a Game Boy. And then Game Boy Advance, they didn't do that. That was the only one they didn't do it on. They just upgraded the visual look to the Game Boy Advance. But the DS, they did the DSi, which also was the only one that ran certain games. And it had much better performance on the original DS games. And then on the 3DS, they made the new 3DS, new which 3DS, again, yeah. performed way better. And literally some games like Monster Hunter would not work on the older right. DS. I think a Xenoblade game didn't work either on the older DS either. I bet the new Zelda, the new Metroid, and this Pokemon game that's coming out, going to run like ass on the current Switch compared to the, the upgraded one. And I think it's going to be a... This is just a, a... And I'll explain why I think this, but I, I think it's going to be the DS Lite body where the controllers the joy cons don't remove it's a single body unit because then they can save space they can make a single piece of hardware and they can justify it having a higher cost and then it's like this is why you have the oled screen because it would be very strange for them to then have to make two new lines so it makes more sense for them to make a single body unit that is what you're just buying joy cons you have to have separate joy cons yeah Uh, interesting that's what i think we're gonna get because it's easier for them. They don't have to think there, there's a I mean, the amount of space that is inside a switch already is so small. So if you think about the yeah. amount of body space that they have to give up for the attachment piece on the joy cons on both the body yeah. and the joy cons mm-hmm. is so much space. Right. That, that gives and it's them not even it's not even and a bigger battery. It's not even. Yeah, it's not even like the space that that in it takes up. It's the fact that like, OK, we can't move beyond this this factor as well it's not even like this plastic is taking up space it's like this plastic is limiting the space that we can build inside so right that's very interesting and it allows nintendo to do the thing that they always love and that is double fucking dipping baby you want you want to be able to like have uh joy cons you gotta buy more Mm -hmm. Uh, i uh it makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense double Double dipping, unbelievable. That's my that's my Double that's dipping. my prediction. I have no reason to believe it, but I'm just it it, it feels like this. There's no way. Yeah, I really correct. don't believe like the Switch has more than two and a half years left in its life. So if there's a Pro coming out, you get a year and a half to two, to two years max out of it, just like they did with all their other Pro upgraded machines. Like some of them were literally a year before the successor came out. So they like they don't give a shit about like taking advantage of their customers who have the money to spend on. The, on the new one because they We're know about they to want buy them. fucking skyward sword hd at full price baby like <laughs> oh i'm definitely we doing got that. no shame i'm absolutely doing that i just bought i just bought that fucking expensive popcorn because alex talked about it because i'm a sucker oh, yeah, he got fucking popcorn. so i'm excited yeah. for it though I'm, I'm very excited for this pokemon game like i think it's gonna be cool i think uh, yeah. i'm excited for the new switch new shit i like new shit um who doesn't was it tom was there anything else in the news that's there's, like, a, there's a couple of a couple of cool things. Obviously, Fall Guys now Mediatonic owned by Epic Games, which I know you're very uh, we a little bit hesitant to be excited about. I mean, my first <laughs> my first reaction was they're gonna fuck the game over, which might be true. But like truthfully, if the game needs a bigger base, then 
it needs a bigger base if if that lets them put out more content faster i just it's such a player friendly game with the fame pass being free and they just sell extra dlc like if they can just keep that going it would be so well, good i don't know if this is something that someone at epic has said but one of the things that is circling around this is that this is the beginning of epic's metaverse that you're going to be able to buy a cosmetic in Fall Guys or buy a cosmetic in Fortnite, and it's going to transfer between games. And obviously, that's I mean, something I, that... I both understand that, but then I don't like it because then that means like a Fall Guys is going to have to have cosmetics that work with that. They right. can't do their like that is my my concern is that Fall Guys loses its identity, and the people that make that game are really player focused and community focused. And if Epic mm -hmm. just makes it literally like a slot machine game then i might stop playing it even if it's free because i like the systems that it has currently and if i have to start paying for a battle pass or like everything gets paywalled or it becomes a grind like it's just it's gonna lose a lot of its charm yeah no i uh, it's it's a, but it's a, Tonic a big company situation. they're probably not buying it just for fall guys yeah they make a ton of other stuff which people forget about <laughs> right tuna you got any thoughts on on that one Oh, and they have uh they announced their new season, which starts in about like ten days season or so. Four. And it's yeah, yes. Fall Guys forty forty one takes place in the future. So it's like sci fi. The art that they showed Fuck off looks yeah. very cool. Crazy to think about the year forty forty one. Uh the other two announcements or things, uh we're getting a a, a Left for Dead Aliens game, Aliens Fire Team. It's a three person survival game in the vein of something like Left for Dead, where you're fighting you're just fighting against waves of aliens and making it through a level. Oh, that's right. I yeah. I saw a thing about that. I didn't. Did, did they have pictures or anything? Or I think there, it was a trailer. Yeah, a tra I didn't see the trailer. I think I just saw a text about it. Yeah, it's called Aliens Fire Team. It's interesting because the developer has never made a game. This is their first game, and they've been bought and sold like four times in their history, which is always like they've just like all never been able to like make a game. So they're finally getting to make it. So. There's no like history with them of like are they good at making these games, but uh, the, the 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 stuff around it looked really fun, and I, it's a cool concept for a, uh, a Left 4 Dead like game, I think. And then the the last bit of news is that we will get. Uh, I don't know if you know this tuna, but if you lifted up your PS5's uh, shell, outer shell, yeah, you just got to lift is... it up. You got to separate the shell, spread the cheeks, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get in that. <laughs> there is a slot, an expansion slot for an SSD, um, an NVMe SSD drive. However, the PlayStation Five, the, the Sony has not currently enabled you to use an expansion that expansion slot. Sony has committed to that by the summer you will be able to put more storage, more expandable storage, into your PS Five. Wow. Um, because that is something I'm running into constantly now. I'm constantly having to delete things. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty uh, no longer fits on a base PS5 anymore. It yeah, is. Yeah. It's. Uh, but if Wait, you get Call of, only if you have both the actual game. If and, you have, if you have everything right. downloaded, if you have the the single player and multiplayer and Warzone downloaded, it might not fit. You might have to like delete like some additional files if you got any like media or anything installed yeah it is if you have everything downloaded but that is insane to think about and that's one of the things that's causing me problem on my p on my ps5 because you're gonna get like 600 gigs worth of storage 
a, a quarter of that is easily Call of Duty for me. So um, I'm ex- I'm excited to stick a stick an SSD in there when uh, when we get the ability to do that. Um, that just reminded me, and I'm not going to talk about it. I but I will talk about it next week. But I got the Nvidia Shield TV Pro, and I have been playing my PC games on my TV because the reason I bought it was because a buddy. We were like, we're going to go pick up Buddy on Saturday because we had to leave him overnight. And I was like, we're going to be stuck stuck up here all week. Like, I don't really want to bring up my PC. And so I realized I could stream. And I've been streaming games this thing. And it's sick. I'm going to talk about it next week, though, so I can test cool. it out more. But so far, if you can have an Ethernet connection and you want to play your games in other rooms, I cannot recommend this enough. It has been fucking awesome. Um, let's, do, let's do one listener mail just because I did ask people for them today specifically. So look like a jackass if we don't do it. And there may or may not be a fortune right now. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if Dan dropped one off. Email at ongoingpodcast.com or go to the link in the Discord and go to questions for the pod. Uh, by the way, no major moves in the fantasy uh, league this week. No like major releases or anything. So point changes are pretty much non-applicable. There it is. Questions for the pod. Um, okay. This may have been asked before, but just in case it hasn't, if you could wipe one game from your memory so you could re-experience it for the first time, what game would it be? That mm. was from Wolf's Lore. I think we've done that with TV. I don't think we've done... If we have done it with games, maybe we have. I think I think I would probably say maybe, honestly, like a, a game like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, it's the easy My answer. answer. Is Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Just because Discovery is such a big part of that game. Like Metro yeah. Prime is one of my favorite games of all time, but that's still that's a replayable game because it's mechanic heavy. Like it's still really fun to play that game again. But like Breath of the Wild loses half of its charm once you've played it once. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I'm trying to think of games and I've got some answers, but I also feel that like I'd only say those if it meant I'm going back to that point in time and playing it, not as if I'm playing it now for the first time. Um, I think God of War would be one um bloodborne would also be one portal um, 2 which by the way i was recently because oof. because i've been playing puzzle games now like i've been doing the Phenomenal escape room game. games and and maquette i was like i think it's been it's been over 10 years now since i played that game i could probably go back and yeah, play it and not remember true. any of the solutions anymore it would oh, basically be sure. like playing it for the first time so i might for might, sure might dip might dip back in I mean, Portal was a game that I played multiple times, like, over and over again, even though I knew, like, the solutions. Like, I think that that's a fun game that... I was thinking about fucking playing The Witness again recently, too. uh, Subjecting myself to that after, like, the maquette stuff. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, uh, do Sydney want to know if we did erase that game from your memory? What kind of flashpoint event would occur from wiping that game from from your history? So it's not that you just forgot that that you played okay. that game. Yeah. Just assume that that time that you played that game, that imagine if that entire timeline from the day you started to the day you beat the game just got wiped out. So let's I'm going to go along with uh, uh, that helps me decide what game it is because I have an interesting answer for this. Uh, I'm going to go with the witness as wiping that from my memory and playing that for the first time again, because that game uh my girlfriend in college so that was it came out january 2016 which was the the january after college and it was i was living with my parents after college at that time 
And my girlfriend who had moved to, who was living in Miami, had moved back to Miami. Uh, we were going through like a really rough patch um, because of a bunch of things. And I was spiraling in a way that I had never spiraled mentally was, in my did, life before. This was before your Miami or after? This was before I moved to Miami. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. This was January of that year, the January that we started the podcast. Right, right. I was going to say, this is like yeah. imminent to the creation yeah. of Unruh Yeah, it podcast. was right before the Unruh <laughs> Because you were in Miami when this started. You were bald and correct. skinny. Correct, <laughs> correct. Both of those things were very true. If you put old Tom um, next to new Tom, you'd be like, because you were completely bald and clean shaven I'd shave my head, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I was going through like fucking... I was spiraling really hard and I was trying to watch. I remember I was, I was watching Wilfred for the first time. Oh, and I was like trying to, I was like, I love, I'm loving this show, but I can't think about anything else other than like my fucking failing relationship. And it was the witness that pulled me out of it because those fucking puzzles require all of your mental capacity to solve sometimes. Yes. And, uh, so it was, um, it was allowing me to kind of distract myself from it. So if I had ever played the witness, I might have lingered on my relationship to the point that it might have ended before I even moved to Miami. And if I didn't move to Miami, would I even be doing this podcast? I don't know. Probably. But. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's mine. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was mine. I think we leave it at that. I think so too. Mine wouldn't be nearly as interesting. <laughs> no, I no, mine's yeah. very boring. Uh, okay, then Alex, do you have a complaint? No. Great. Then we are going to play a game. Today we're going to be playing Pokemon Fun E or Pokemon Phony. Pokemon Funny or Pokemon Phony? Oh my god! That's right. So. I was, you know, reading up about this whole Simpsons going on the longest, and I'm like, fuck it, Simpsons doesn't even have 700 episodes yet. Pokemon's already at, like, 1,150 or so. Like, whatever. They got 10, mm -hmm. they got, they got like, eight or nine years on Pokemon, but they're, they're way behind in episodes. And then I was like, man, if I remember correctly, the episode titles on Pokemon were pretty ridiculous. They're basically, like, if you gave me the opportunity to make Pokemon titles for mm -hmm. the episodes because a lot of them are puns or play on words that's exactly what you would get uh so i have a list of pokemon titles some of them are real episode titles some of them are not real episode titles they're episode titles i came up with so you guys are gonna have to tell me is it a real episode title or is it a fake episode <sighs> okay. title so i asked you to bring a piece of paper and a pen if you could just rip it yes. in half and write real or fake Team real, team fake. Uh, uh, we're doing a Fox engine thing here. Um, I'm going to give you the title, and then you're going to hold up the one that you think is correct. <laughs> What's the name of this game? Pokemon Funny or Pokemon Phony? Amazing. All right, I'm ready with my pieces of paper. All right, your first one. Sparks fly for Magnemite. Sparks fly for Magnemite. Just gonna delete okay. the other one that was first because oh, everyone okay. knows what it is. Yeah, let me um. All right, two team reels. That is real. Wait, Chris, is it? Does it look the right way for you? Yeah. 
for me, it's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. The, same. Oh, it's it's not backwards for me. I have my no, but mine. My it's real for me for tuna, but mine is backwards in my camera. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, you both got it. I don't know why that would be. I guess maybe because I have my zoom thing set to auto flip my image. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so you both have one point. Your next one, Clefairy Tales. I, uh, by the way, all the episode titles I pulled from only the first three uh, yeah. generations of Pokemon. Ooh, Clefairy Tales is real. Oh, really? Both went fake. If you can remember, just for the audio listeners, say it. After, once you've both put oh, it up, sure, you can sure, say sure. it. Just, say it, yeah. don't spray it. Yeah. Clefairy Tales was real. Sorry about that, guys. All right. The P. Kahuna. P.I. Kahuna. The P. Kahuna. I said fake city. You guys are both wrong. It's real. Forget this game. I'm over it. <laughs> Bed to the Q-Bone. Fake real. city. Oh, this one was fake. There is no God bed. damn Bed to it. the Q-Bone should be an episode title, though. It should be an episode title. All right, so the tuna takes the lead. Uh, I, need, I need to get like um like a counter thing so I can more easily keep track of who got points. Uh, all right, three to two, tuna. You should have a pen and a paper. I should, I should. I should have done that. Next time, I'll have the pen and the paper. That will be easier. Uh, okay. I'm going to keep this sign for the next time we do this. Machoke, machoke man. Machoke, machoke man. Fake city. Macho Macho Man is a real Pokemon oh. episode title, but it sure sounds like one I would have come up with, does it not? <laughs> That's why I said fake. The I next one. I cannot believe that is real. <laughs> Going Spiro G. Going Spiro G. Tom has a fake. Alex fake. has a fake. That is fake. That was me. Okay. That was me. Going Spiro. I thought Spiro G was pretty, pretty good. Uh, Okay. Officer Jenny and the Magic Cop. And it's Magi Dash Cop. Oh, you guys both going fake? Yeah. It's fake. Damn it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ignorance is blissy. Real sauce. You both got that one right. Four to three tuna. A far fetched tale. Nope. Sounds real to me. That is a real one. That Shit. is a real one. I also said real just for audio listeners. <laughs> uh, beauty and the Breeder. Hmm. Uh, fake city. That is a real Pokemon. God damn it. That is a real Pokemon episode title, Beauty and the Breeder. That one... I guys, honestly, when I looked at one, when I saw that one going through the list on Wikipedia, I could not believe that that was crazy. It's it's incredible. Uh, this is this is going to be an easy one for you guys. Butter freebie. Here's a butter freebie for you guys. I don't know if that's yeah. Well, I, I'm uh, saying this was fake city. That is fake. It well, I wasn't okay. necessarily saying that it was easy. It was, I was just making a secondary pun, oh, saying okay, it's gotcha, a freebie. Gotcha. It's a butter freebie. For you. Uh, how about Fossil Fools? Fake City. 
Oh, Tom ties it up. Fossil. Yes. Was <laughs> Finally, I knew it would happen. Uh, I knew I'd tie it up. We got a, we got a, we got a couple more. Not a ton left. I've been just like jumping around here because I didn't actually put them in an order. I got a bunch of real ones and then I had made the pun separately. So um, hopefully I don't repeat. I don't think I have. Um, this one is goal! Exclamation point. Duck. Goal! G-O-A-L. Duck. Thank you. I think it's real. It's real <sighs> Take from Tom. That's a fake one. Tom takes yes, the lead. Yes, I took the lead. Five to four, Tom. Oh, goal. <laughs> goal. Tom, 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 Tom. Can you believe it? Not a dash mew dash amused. Not amused. Fucking fake. Real. Yeah, that's a fake one, Tom. Fuck. <sighs> Six to four. He time. struggled to say it. There was no way it was gonna be well, real. Well, I could just say not amused, but right. I want to make sure you could. Right. It was a bridge too far for me. Yeah. You know what I should do the next time I do this? <laughs> I do like this game. I should um, type them all up on and then on the other computer screen share, so you could just read them. So I can just say it, so you can see it, because uh, that seems like it would be easier. Uh, oh, electric shock showdown real yeah that one's real and i don't know if there's any if did i read all of these is that a win for the tomster just give it to him let's yeah go, it is i read all of them so tom <laughs> let's wrap it up <laughs> to four tom fuck yes congratulations it's those titles are pretty fun though i think this was a simple fun game quick and easy i hope people enjoyed it at home if you play along right in to the unranked podcast uh before i start the music i just do want to say we haven't asked for this in a while but uh i'm going to because as people i feel like not that they should be necessarily yet but things are starting to open back up but uh obviously anyone that's listened to podcasts probably if you're working from home or not working as much because of the last year podcast numbers in general not just ours but like kind of went down for a while uh and for that reason we even for the last year haven't been doing what we normally do saying like hey if you can leave us a review or tell a friend or things like that, because people just don't have the time to listen to podcasts like they used to because they're not alone or they're not listening in their car when they're commuting doing the things they normally would be so now there were kind of people are going back to work and doing stuff again i want to say if you're a listener and you haven't left us a review or joined our discord or send an email in click on the details send us an email hit us up we'd love to hear from you guys Join the Discord. Check it out. If you want to check out the Patreon, please feel free, of course, at any time. But uh, share with a friend. That's something we haven't asked, actually, in a really long time. Mm. So share with a friend if you can. I appreciate it. Our numbers have, like, everyone's numbers took a major hit at the beginning of the quarantine when everything went on lockdown because no one was fucking listening to podcasts. And everything's starting to return to where it was. So I kind of want to get momentum going a little bit um because we are entering year five and i want to get more oh my god people listening. yeah i want to get more i want to get more people listening so um i would really appreciate that but other than that we will have a competition i'm calling it now we'll have a competition any new listeners that join whoever can listen to the, the entire back catalog the <laughs> fastest <laughs> get a prize we, of some but, sort no but how do we how, how do we know no, i'm i'm instilling the challenge we'll figure it out <laughs> I'm putting Tom in charge of figuring that one out. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. With oh, Summer boy. Sanders. Oh, good show. Someone will just record themselves for the week. Oh, God. Recording themselves listening. Alex. 
Uh, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter. Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation. And Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. Tom. Great Brits Home on each and every platform. Come follow the Twitch. Come check out the shit on Twitter. Come play games. I'm at Christian underscore Humes. We are at the Unranked Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you can, share with a friend. But until next time, everybody, stay unranked. Suck it, bitch. Suck it. Oh, there you go.